Hello and welcome to the Curious Clubhouse podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jason, and if you're new to the podcast, this is a weekly podcast where I take you on a brief, informative journey into a specific subject or topic that has helped shape and influence today's pop culture. This week on the Curious Clubhouse, we are talking about our next book series, that being Stephen King's The Dark Tower. As always, I'll tell you a bit about what The Dark Tower is, we'll discuss some of the origins and inspirations behind this incredible fantasy series, and this week we will be talking about a brand new segment I am calling Curious Connections, where we will discuss how his entire Dark Tower series connects all of his other books to create his own multiverse, if you will. And we'll also discuss some other properties that surround the Dark Tower universe, and as always, end things with some curious and unusual facts surrounding the Dark Tower. So without further ado, let's dive in here and let's get curious. So what is The Dark Tower? Well, The Dark Tower is a series of eight novels, one short story, and a children's book written by American author Stephen King, incorporating themes from multiple genres, including dark fantasy, science fantasy, horror, and western. It describes a gunslinger and his quest toward a tower, the nature of which is both physical and metaphorical. The series and its use of the Dark Tower expands upon Stephen King's multiverse and in doing so links together many of his other novels, which we'll discuss a bit later. In addition to the eight novels of the series proper that that comprise 4,250 pages, many of King's other books relate to the story, introducing concepts and characters that come into play as the series progresses. The story centers around Roland Deschain, who is a member of a knightly order known as Gunslingers in the last of the line of Arthur Eld. His world's analog of King Arthur, politically organized along the lines of a feudal society, it shares technological and social characteristics with the American Old West, but is also magical. Many of the original aspects have vanished have vanished from Midworld, but traces remain as do relics from a technologically advanced society. Roland's quest is to find the Dark Tower, a fabled building said to be the nexus of all universes. Roland's world is said to have moved on, and it appears to be coming apart at the seams. Mighty nations have been torn apart by war, entire cities and regions vanish without a trace, and time does not flow in an orderly fashion. Sometimes even the sun rises in the north and sets in the east. As the series opens, Roland's motives, goals, and age are unclear, although later installments shed light on these mysteries. So that's just a little bit about what the Dark Tower is, Uh, just a little bit of a brief overview there. Obviously, as I mentioned, this series does span eight books, graphic novels, comic books. It is a huge series, kind of encapsulating all of his other books to create this multiverse that we briefly discussed. Um, so that's just about a bit about what it is. Uh, now let's dive into some of the origins and inspirations behind this iconic series. The series has many inspirations, but was chiefly inspired by the poem Child Roland to the Dark Tower, came by Robert Browning, which also gave its name to a novel by C.S. Lewis. Amongst his other inspirations, King lists the Lord of the Rings, the Arthurian legend, and the good, the bad, and the ugly as influences that led to the series. 
he identifies Clint Eastwood's Man With No Name character as one of the major inspirations for Roland. King's style of location names and names in the series, such as Midworld and his development of a unique language, high speech, are also influenced by J.R.R. Tolkien's work. So that's just a few of the various inspirations that King used to help create this massive world-building series that we know of as the Dark Tower. So now that we know a bit about that, now let's turn our attention to this new section, Curious Connections, uh, where I mentioned previously we're going to talk a little bit about how this series kind of links some of his other novels and brings this whole multiverse aspect together within his universe. So getting into this, he says, I have written enough novels and short stories to fill a solar system of the imagination, but Roland's story is my Jupiter, a planet that dwarfs all the others, a place of strange atmosphere, crazy landscape, and savage gravitational pull, dwarfs the others. Did I say? I think there's more to it than that. Actually, I am coming to understand that Roland's world, or worlds, actually contains all the others of my making. That's a quote by Stephen King in the afterword of the Dark Tower book Wizard and Glass. So continuing on here, the series has become a linchpin that is interwoven with and ties together much of King's body of work, which I think is really, really cool. Like I've always said throughout this podcast, I love a good connective threat. The worlds of the Dark Tower are in part composed of locations, characters, events, and other various elements from many of King's novels and short stories. Some of the principal books that are tied to this series or that this series references include It, The Stand, Salem's Lot, Insomnia, Hearts in Atlantis, Black House, The Eyes of the Dragon, The Shining, and Call, to name a few. The TV miniseries Kingdom Hospital takes place in a world in which Nas Allah is the most popular beverage in the world, possibly meaning these events take place in the same universe as books four and five are set. Now, building on that a little bit, I can say I have seen Kingdom Hospital. I saw it many years ago. Uh, I think it was made back in 2004. Uh, Don't quote me on that. I didn't look it up. Um, But it is a very good series. I absolutely loved it. Really centers around um, a kind of a haunted hospital-esque setting there, and I really like it. So when I was doing my research, the fact that I that I found out that his Dark Tower series is also could be also linked in part to this Kingdom Hospital series, really, really awesome in my opinion. Uh, makes me look at that mini series in a whole new light for sure. Uh, but continuing on here, Father Callahan, the damned priest of Salem's Lot, finds his way to Midworld, as does Patrick Danville, the little boy in Insomnia. So here we're just going to talk a little bit about how some of these books connect uh, without giving too much away. So a light spoiler warning here if you haven't read some of these books. Um, the little boy in Insomnia who lives in Derry, Maine. And as you know, Derry, Maine, is, which is the location that it takes place in. It's also a connection there. The world hopping Randall Flag is able to travel from the superflu ravaged world of the stand to the kingdom of Delane, found in Eyes of the Dragon, and then back to Roland's childhood home of Gilead. As Stephen King says, there is a place for all of his characters in Midworld, from Randall Flagg and Ralph Roberts to Ted Brodigan and Dinky Earnshaw. 
Even if some creatures morph when they move from one world to another, as do the canned toy and the regulators, there is still a place for them in Roland's universe. Uh, so really cool. I love, like I said, I love that he has all of these various connective threads and ties to his stories. I have read many of his books, not nearly all of them by any means, but I've read The Stand, I've read It, I have read Salem's Lot, I have read um, one of his newer novels, The Institute, which just came out a couple of years ago, I believe. Fantastic. Also some links there. Um, but I still have many of his books to read and looking forward to doing so. But yeah, just, just a little bit of how some of his books connect to the overall series that is The Dark Tower. And I have to say, you know, even if you're not a huge Stephen King fan, Read The Dark Tower if you get the chance, because it's absolutely fantastic. It is unlike anything I think I've ever read out of all of the authors I've read, all of the novels that I've read. And it's not, and if you, if let's say you stay away from Stephen King because you shy away from horror. You know, you're not a big horror fan, and that's totally cool. But the Dark Tower series is not rooted in horror. It's rooted in action and fantasy and Western X properties, and it's just fantastic. So if, if any of those things are up your alley, you know, give the Dark Tower a chance. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Fantastic series. Definitely a series that I will read again in the near future for sure. So yeah, that's just a bit about how his Dark Tower series connects some of his other books and thus hit the overall universe and multiverse that he has created. So now that we know a bit about that, let's now dive into some other properties that surround the Dark Tower series. There are quite a few different properties here, starting with the tie-in books. The series has prompted related non-fiction books by authors besides King. Robin Firth has published the two-volume Stephen King's The Dark Tower, a concordance and encyclopedia-style companion to the series that she originally wrote for King's personal use. Bev Vincent has published The Road to the Dark Tower, exploring Stephen King's magnum opus, a book containing backstory, summary, and analysis, and The Dark Tower Companion, which includes interviews and coverage of the Marvel graphic novels. Stephen King has endorsed these books. So some other books within the Dark Tower universe that kind of help explain the Dark Tower's universe and the series as a whole, uh, probably a bit better than I did at the beginning of this podcast. So if you're thinking about getting into the series, you know, getting a hold of any of these books what might be a huge help in helping you understand the immense world that King has built within the Dark Tower novels. So another book here is Charlie the Choo Choo, which is a children's book by Stephen King released in 2016, published under the pseudonym Beryl Evans. It is adapted from a section of King's previous novel, The Dark Tower 3, The Wastelands. It was illustrated by Ned Dameron. So yeah, just several alternate books there that you can check out, uh, that you can read, that might help you better understand the Dark Tower universe before you dive into it. So now let's talk about some comics. Of course, we have comic books. Why wouldn't we have comic books, right? So several Dark Tower series arcs were published by Marvel Comics. A prequel, The Dark Tower, The Gunslinger Born, is plotted by Robin Firth, scripted by Peter David and illustrated by Jay Lee and Richard Isanova, and is set around the time of the flashbacks in The Gunslinger 
and Wizard and Glass. The first issue of this first arc was released on February 7, 2007. A hardcore, a hardcover volume, excuse me, containing all seven issues was released on November 7, 2007. The second arc in the series, The Long Road Home, began publication on March 5, 2008. A hardcover volume containing all five issues was released on October 15, 2008. The third arc, The Dark Tower Treachery, began publication on September 10, 2008. A hardcover volume containing all six issues of this was released on April 21, 2009. Following the completion of the third arc, a one-shot issue titled The Dark Tower Sorcerer was released April 8, 2009. The story focuses on the history of the villainous wizard Martin Broadcloak. Really cool. Uh, the fourth arc, The Dark Tower Fall of Gilead, began publication on May 13, 2009. A hardcover volume containing all six of these issues, as well as the Sorcerer one-shot, was released on February 2, 2010. The fifth and final arc, The Dark Tower Battle of Jericho Hill, began publication on December 3, 2009. A hardcover volume containing all five issues of this was released on August 17, 2010. So basically, these are various comic books that were, re that were released primarily in separate issues, but then it sounds like here they just kind of brought each set of issues together into their various arcs kind of like an omnibus or a hard volume covered book which has all the issues in it. So really cool. I myself have not read any of the any of these or really any of the Dark Tower comics. I definitely need to get into them because like I said I have read the series. The series itself is fantastic and I have no doubt that the comics continue to lead to the amazing lore that is the Dark Tower. So continuing on with the comic portion of this, Marvel Comics has also published three supplemental books to date that expand upon characters and locations first introduced in the novels. The Dark Tower Gunslinger's Guidebook was released in 2007, The Dark Tower End World Almanac was released in 2008, and The Dark Tower Guide to Gilead was released in 2009. All three books were written by Anthony Flamini, with Firth serving as creative consultant and World Almanac and Guide to Gilead feature illustrations by David Yarden. A five-issue adaptation of King's novel, The Dark Tower, The Gunslinger, titled The Dark Tower, The Gunslinger, The Journey Begins, began publication on May 19, 2010. The collected hardback edition was released on January 26, 2011. An adaptation of King's novella, The Little Sisters of Yaluria, titled The Dark Tower, The Gunslinger, The Little Sisters of Yaluria, began publication on December 8, 2010. The collected hardback edition was released on June 8, 2011. A second adaptation of King's novel, The Dark Tower, The Gunslinger, titled The Dark Tower, The Gunslinger, The Battle of Cole, began publication on June 1, 2011. The collected hardback edition was released on January 25, 2012. So, yeah, just, just some of the various different publications and their dates. You know, if you have an interest, look some of them up, check them out. I'm sure they're great. I definitely intend to. Uh, but finishing this little section here, a third adaptation of King's novel, The Dark Tower, The Gunslinger, titled The Dark Tower, Gunslinger, The Waystation, began publication on December 14, 2011. The collected hardback edition was released on June 27, 2012. 
So yeah, various comic books there, collected in various hardback editions. You know, a lot of material there, a lot of comic books there that help lend and expand the world of the Dark Tower. So, you know, if you love comic books, give them a read. Check them out. I definitely intend to. A lot of material there. Seems like um, there's some really great stuff there based on what little bit I've looked up into it. So now that we know a bit about some of the comic books in the universe, let's talk about the games. Uh, specifically, December 7, 2009, saw the release of a spin-off online game titled Discordia, which prior to doing my research for this episode, I was not aware of. So really cool to find this out here. Available to play free of charge on the official Stephen King website. The game is a continuation of the original Dark Tower story following the war between the Tet Corporation and Sombra slash NCP in New York, and it has been supervised by both Stephen King and Robin Firth from the website. Exploring the -the behind-the-scenes conflict between the two companies, Discordia introduces longtime Dark Tower fans to old ones. Over the course, or excuse me, introduces longtime Dark Tower fans to new characters and numerous mechanical slash magical items developed by Midworld's old ones. There we go. Over the course of over... Over the course of our adventure, we will visit many locations, both those familiar to Dark Tower fans and others which we only glimpsed in the Dark Tower novels. While we may not see Roland and his cadet in this adventure, the development team has remembered the faces of its fathers. We have done our best to honor the original Dark Tower series while simultaneously mapping new and exciting Dark Tower territory. So really cool. Um, this game is re- has been released. Obviously, this is from a from 2009. Um, so it sounds like the people behind this game and with King's blessings and oversight sounds like they did the research. You know, sounds like they put together what amounts to a really cool little game off his website. I'll have to definitely go on there and check it out, uh, see if it's any good. But it definitely sounds like they've done their research. So moving on here into the properties, the film adaptation of the Dark Tower series, Sony Pictures and Media Rights Capital ad- adapted the series for film. The film is directed by Nicolaj Arcel and stars Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey, cast respectively as Roland Deschain and Walter O. Dim. The film was released on August 4, 2017. Critics panned the film with it receiving a score of 16% on Rotten's Tomato. The film combines elements from several novels in the Dark Tower series, serving as a canonical sequel to the novel series, which concluded with the revelation that Roland's quest was a stylical time loop. The presence of the Horn of Eld, which Roland carries in the film, indicates that this is the next cycle. Stephen King has indicated that the Dark Tower film and television series will follow Roland's last time around to the titular Dark Tower. In July 2016, director Nicolaj Arcel confirmed that the Dark Tower film would be a sequel to the novels as well as a direct adaptation with Roland in the next cycle of his journey to the Tower. In an interview with Collider, Stephen King expressed hope for a sequel film in addition to the upcoming television series, suggesting that it should be R-rated with Roland wearing a hat and that it would include the lobstrosities from The Drawing of the Three, which is book two. In an interview with ComingSoon.net, Nicolaj Arcel confirmed that The Drawing of the Three 
would form the basis for the sequel, and that yet-to-be-cast actors who will play Eddie and Susanna Dean would appear alongside Elba, McConaughey, Taylor, and Haley, reprising their roles as Roland, Walter, Jake, and Sarah, respectively. So, that's a bit about the, the film series, or the, rather the film that was made, and let's talk a little bit about the TV series that was supposed to go along with it. In February 2018, Amazon bought the rights to the Dark Tower books for a series adaptation. Though it was not made clear at first if anyone from the film would be involved, it was later confirmed that the series would serve as a reboot, with Sam Strike and Jasper Peckhorn being cast as Roland DeShane and The Man in Black, respectively. In June 2019, Michael Roker, Jerome Flynn, and Joanna Ribeiro were also believed to be cast members. In January 2020, Amazon decided not to move forward with the pilot, but production company MRC is shopping the pilot scripts elsewhere. So, expanding on this a little bit, I have seen the movie. It's okay. It's pretty good. Um, I actually watched the movie before I read the book series. The movie is initially what prompted me to read the book series. And I can't say that it did get negative reviews. The movie itself, like I mentioned, does take aspects from most of the books and kind of tries to form one movie based on the entire series, which in my particular opinion doesn't work or didn't work. Um, and here's why. If you watch the movie like I did and you've never read the books, it's kind of hard to understand what's going on because some of the things that are in the movie are shown in later books. And if you haven't read the books, you wouldn't really understand what's going on. And I think that's part of what lended to some of the negative reviews and why the movie didn't do so well. Uh, the TV series on Amazon, uh, it, like I said, it was slated to be released. It was being made. And it says that they're shopping the scripts elsewhere. But obviously, upon my research, nothing else has been done about it. No other companies have picked up the rights to the TV show. So I, at this point, I just don't think it's going to get made. Obviously, the sequel movie is not being made, which is a disappointment. I have read some other directors have expressed interest in making a series. So it is my hope that sometime in the near future, somebody does pick up the baton and we get a legitimate, faithful Dark Tower series uh, to come to life. So that's just a little bit about the film adaptation and the TV series that would have been had Amazon chose to pursue it. Now let's close things out here and talk about some curious facts surrounding the Dark Tower. Curious fact number one, Robert Browning's poetry inspired the series. The first volume of the Dark Tower series, The Gunslinger, drew inspiration from Robert Browning's poem, Child Roland, To the Dark Tower Came, and King even borrowed the name for his heroic gunslinger, Roland DeShane. The author first read the poem during his sophomore year at the University of Maine, and it stuck with him. King explained his fascination with the poem in a 1989 interview with the Castle Rock News. Browning never says that the tower, what the tower is, but it's based on an even older tradition about Child Roland that's lost in antiquity. Nobody knows who wrote it, and nobody knows what the Dark Tower is. So I started off wondering, what is this tower? What does it mean? And I decided that everybody keeps a Dark Tower in their heart, and that they want, and that they want to find. So really interesting there. Really interesting that this poem is some of the backbone in which. The inspiration, like we discussed earlier, came to creating this massive franchise. So really cool there. Curious fact number two, an odd ream of paper also helped. Interesting. Let's expand. 
In an afterword to the gunslinger, King wrote that the Dark Tower began, I think, because I inherited a ream of paper in the spring semester of my senior year of college. The ream of paper I inherited was bright green, nearly as thick as cardboard, and of an extremely eccentric size, about 7 inches wide by 10 inches long. And as I recall, in need of a project to fill out this strange green paper, King began writing the first book in March of 1970. So really interesting there. If it hadn't been for King inheriting this strange ream of paper, we may not have gotten a dark tower. So really, really awesome. Curious fact number three, there's more than one Harry Potter reference. Interesting, something for all you Harry Potter fans out there like myself. King also paid homage to more contemporary fantasy works. In Wolves of the Cala, the author uses the same font for his chapter titles as the ones used in all seven Harry Potter books. The titular Wolves use golden homing grenade-like weapons called Sneetches, a few letters removed from everyone's favorite Quidditch ball, the Snitch, stamped with a familiar-looking serial number, 465-11-AA. H-P-J-K-R. The H-P-J-K-R, of course, stands for Harry Potter J.K. Rowling. So really, really awesome. More inspiration there. Uh, I love the fact that King has put some nods to the Harry Potter series in his Dark Towers universe, which, again, just speaks to the fact that even even Harry Potter, in some way, is connected to this incredible universe that is the Dark Tower. So if you're a, Dar- a Harry Potter fan, just another reason for you to check out the Dark Tower if you haven't already. So curious fact number four, the Dark Tower movie is full of King Easter eggs. And why wouldn't it be? Nicolaj Arcel's big screen adaptation of the Dark Tower series, which stars Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey, as we discussed earlier, is full of fun nods to King's previous work, including The Shining, The Shawshank Redemption, Cujo, and Christine. In one scene, Jake Chambers, played by Tom Taylor, stumbles upon an abandoned amusement park known as Pennywise, the same name as the clown in It. So yeah, several Easter eggs in that movie. Uh, It does do that well. It does a good job of paying homage to his overall universe. So they did a really good job with that. So curious fact at number five here, and the last fact of the episode, not even King knew how it would all end. King's slow progress on the series had a tendency to drive fans crazy, and some tried to get the author to reveal where the series was headed. In a foreword to the fourth installment, Wizard in Glass, King wrote that an elderly cancer patient and a fan on death row had both written letters asking for the end. The inmate pledged that he would take the secret to his grave and offer that King said him that King said gave him the creeps. Unfortunately, King didn't know how the series would end. I would have given both of these folks what they wanted, a summary of Roland's further adventures, if I could have done. But alas, I couldn't, he wrote in the foreword, to know I had to write. I once had an outline, but I lost it along the way. So, really interesting there. I was not aware of this. I did not know that some inmates on death row who were such fans of the series, wrote to King to ask him how it ended. But even King didn't know. Um, So that's just really, really crazy. And, you know, it's kind of a bummer. I don't know why they were in prison, but it's kind of a bummer that most likely they probably didn't get to uh, read how it ended. But maybe they did. I don't know. 
So that's it, guys. Uh, that is episode number 11 on all things comprising Stephen King's Dark Tower book series. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I love putting it together. Uh, like I said, fantastic book series. If you haven't had a chance to check this book series out, definitely give it a read. I promise you won't regret it. Uh, so yeah, that's it. I hope everybody's doing well. As always, you know, please rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Uh, if you could head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review as that always helps. It is in fact the number one way that you can help me grow this show so that I can keep putting this content out every week and reach new listeners. Uh, so thank you guys so much. As always, check out our Facebook page. We have some really cool other pop culture related articles on there for you to check out. And of course, if you have topic suggestions on future episodes that you want to hear, you can send those to the curious clubhouse at gmail.com. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening and please stay curious.